All right. Uh, hello, everybody uh, watching and listening today on three to four minutes with a duck. We have Staff Sergeant Glynis Thompson. Uh, Sergeant Thompson, thanks for your time this morning. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. So my name is Staff Sergeant Glynis Thompson. Um, I've been in the Air Force for about 15 years. Um, I'm married and I've been married for just about as long. I have two kids, a girl, she's 11 and a whole handful. Um, my son, who's seven, and um, other than the door being closed right now, he'd probably be right next to me talking to all of you, too. Um, and um, I don't know, I'm a career corling. I'm currently on Alpha Flight, but I've been on Bravo Flight. I've been on Fort Meade for the last seven years. I know that's like unheard of for a corling, but um, going to Korea made me not able to go to Korea, so it's all weird now. Um, and yeah, like this year in January, I got to reach one of my Air Force goals when I became an MRT or a Master Resiliency Trainer. Um, and so, you know, I'm just excited to talk to all of you and share. Awesome. Well, I'm happy to have you. And you left out the part where you're not going to be a member of the squadron for a whole yeah, lot Yeah, I'm not going to be right? in the squadron for a lot longer. I'll still be on Fort Meade, but I'll be at the wing as the protocol in COIC. So like, I'll see you guys at all of the retirements and changes of command and like any event that happens that you show up to that's for the wing or pretty much any squadron group or any of that stuff. So all of you listening, uh, pay attention. You'll have a, a POC and a, someone that you know at the wing that can yeah. help I mean, I you help with everybody anything. anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. What is one thing that you should never say at a wedding? Um, I think at a wedding is just like, you know, here's your ball and chain um, <laughs> because it's, it's way more than that. Like, I mean, I've been married for 15 years and it's definitely been the most like second to motherhood. It's probably been the most challenging thing that I've done in my life, but it's never, I never really felt like I was like chained to my husband, but maybe it's just because of like who we are and we give each other a, a lot of space to be ourselves. Um, and so, you know, where a lot of people probably say, once they get married, they have a really hard time like remembering who they are. Like my husband gives me so much space. Um, and I always feel like when you say things like that, you put the doom and gloom into it. And it's like, it's not really doom and gloom. Like there are a lot of tough times. I'm not gonna say that there's not, like there are days, um, I think, in our house, like we talk about it, like that there's a difference between like and love. Like I love you every day, but some days I really don't like you. Um, and we're pretty vocal about it. And like, my kids are like, oh my God, mom doesn't like dad today. And I'm like, it's fine. He's like, I still love him. I just don't necessarily like his opinion about this thing or like, I don't like the way that he's acting today, but it doesn't stop the love. And I just think for a lot of people, it's like, when you say those things, it just makes it like this weird gloomy thing. And it's like, it's the end of your freedom. And I was like, please, I've had so much freedom in my marriage, as long as like, we discuss it beforehand. And it's like, you know, there were some things that sort of disappeared, but I honestly can't say a ton disappeared because I got married when I was 20. So like, I'd, I'd only really like, I'd been to college and then I'd been in the Air Force and it was, you know, like, it was like there was freedom, but not a ton because I didn't have Air Force freedom. 
like I was still bound to the Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you make a good point too. Uh, I like what you said because it really is, you know, people don't realize like at a wedding, uh, everyone's in like that you Mm -hmm. want to be doom and gloom is like the worst thing to focus on because, uh, you know, if you focus on that, then you forget that you chose, uh, well, in most cases, I think you chose to, to spend the rest of your life with that person. So, uh, no one chooses to put themselves in confinement in any way, but yeah, it's definitely, I would, I would agree that, uh, marriage, um, I'm on my second, uh, but I learned my lessons from my first, I think, um, but that it takes work and, you know, yep. it's not always wonderful, but um, to remember that you chose that person and it's worth investing yeah. in saving. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we we definitely have the love versus like um, <laughs> going on in our house. We've been married uh, almost, okay, I got to do math in my head, nine years. We've been married nine and a half years. Yeah. And yeah, I don't like, I, I know he doesn't like me every day. Um, yeah, I'm like, I, it's fine. It's okay. Like, I don't think my husband likes me today. He left to go to work and it was kind of like, I was like, what did I do? I don't. And I'm mine not probably sure, likes me because he went to work. Uh, so he's not I mean, like he. I mean, he likes that, but it's just like this morning there was like this weirdness, and I was like, okay. But it's like, but at the same time, like that's one of the things for me. I think, like marriage taught me about life in general was like to be intentional in yeah. like all of my actions. So it's like be intentional, like with him, be intentional in the time that we get to spend together. Like we are or we were both in the military at one point and like, he's not active duty anymore. And like, he was in the army and I'm in the air force. And so it was like, there was a lot of like time where we spent apart a lot of time where like he was deployed and different things. And it was like, I had to learn to be very intentional with the time that I have. And I take that mindset that I learned from like our marriage from, you know, like not having all of the time together. I've definitely pull that into like work like okay I have these 10 minutes to do this thing that I have to take care of but I also have you know three subordinates or whatever that I need to be intentional about and like making a connection with them so it's definitely not been like it's it's like for marriage at least for me like 15 years in I was like it's been mostly good there have been some bumps and some like but (laughs) Like, but but it all it all shakes out in the end yeah. and like you said being intentional and appreciating the time that you do have and and making a point to make what's best of of what you got because sometimes yeah. like you said it's not all all great all the time all right uh which animal at the zoo do you like the best um i like the penguins <laughs> why I just like the way that they walk they like I really like kids and they just remind me of little toddlers because they're always like and so it's I can't think of a penguin and not do that like I really had to try hard not to waddle and so it's almost like one of those things where like you see them and they just like for me it's like instantly a smile like I start giggling the moment I think about it um and then just like I like I also like their habitat because it's like cold and it's like whatever for whatever reason I feel like whenever we go to the the zoo it's always in the the hottest day of the year and so it's just nice and cool and there's no and you get to go and you just get to watch them like I'm a penguin fan too they're always like they're funny they're like little clowns uh I don't like when birds fly around me uh so the fact that they they don't fly makes me feel more comfortable with them as well I'm just afraid that birds are gonna poop all the time I've been pooped on like at a change of command when 
like we've actually had one at a parade field yeah and it was like when I left I was like what something hit my hat and I was like what happened and then later I was like oh my god there's bird crap on my <laughs> and you can't tell at Fort Meade because it's like it could be a goose it could just be right. a regular bird or and I was like great like burn the hat like <laughs> never wear the hat again yeah no I just bought a new one I was like yeah. we're not gonna wash this this is not salvageable <laughs> uh what's the strangest gift you've ever received um I don't know the strangest one I don't my mom sends really strange that actually for my birthday this year she sent like socks with my kids faces on them ah. and like I love socks so it's not a big deal but I just thought it was like the picture that she chose of my kids was just really weird <laughs> and it was like both of and each sock had a different face so it was just, I was like what in the world is going on but it, yeah like, that's it, like it the, the shirt that I've got with the commander's face all over it uh <laughs> we were gonna buy socks get hats like just decorate um all of the i've seen the face socks uh i would agree that that's probably strange they're kind of creepy it's yeah just like yeah my shirt's definitely creepy i was like um, that's a little much much yeah <laughs> um all right one last question uh if you could be a member of a sitcom family uh which family would it be and which member of the family would you choose um, a sitcom family. I don't know, I guess I have to go old school because when I think about it, it's like I just would want to be a member of like her name was Olivia. Okay, and she was start just over. like a you froze right when you started answering oh, the question. That's so I'll edit out my... the, the freezing, but I'm like, what start... do my kids probably got no worries. Restart but... with, I'm going to go old school. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go old school and probably say the Cosby show. And there's like a little girl, her name is Olivia, like Raven Simone used to play her, but she's just this like little sassy, like matter of fact kind of person. And I was like, that's definitely who I am. Like at times, like I'm, playful and I like love and I love hard and I care and I care hard but when it comes down to like business it's just like look we got to do it and you got to like suck up your feelings in this moment and like we got to get this done and then we can talk about all of our feelings afterwards so I uh, to me that's not super old school but I think it's because we're both uh probably around the same age uh, the Cosby Show is one of my favorite shows to watch growing up, and Olivia, without a doubt, was my favorite character, and for the same reasons, like all that sass, but she was cute and lovable, uh, mm -hmm. so she got away with it, and yeah, I think that's a good choice for you, for sure. Uh, caring and sassy in the right times, so yeah. <laughs> like. When I need to be sassy, I am, but mostly like it's it's really funny sometimes the airmen are like she seems so unapproachable and I was like no you just caught me when I was concentrating and just like you stood behind my chair for five minutes and I was like what like you didn't say anything to me I'm not <laughs> I'm just it's, I'm just kind of weirded out I'm not really unapproachable like I swear I like you I promise yeah I'm the same way uh, I think we're similar in that um I'll have I sometimes too because I'm secretly an evil person like to uh like revel in other people's uncomfortableness so like you said well you have you'll have someone just stare at you and well you didn't say anything like i'll have people come in my office and i'll just stare at them 
like until they say something like uh are you busy yeah. no i'm not but you no, haven't I'm said not. anything i'm just yet. waiting for you to talk yeah because i don't know what you need i know you <laughs> walked up to me so obviously you need something but like you can initiate the conversation because I go ahead don't, now. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So like, but now talk. Like yeah, <laughs> now we go. All right. Um. So this is where I turn it over to you, so you can share uh, your words of wisdom or any thoughts that you want with the squadron uh, or anyone else that's listening. Um, my mom, I think, is a subscriber. So <laughs> my kids like to watch these. So um. I guess like the big thing, I think we talked about it already is to like be intentional um, about all of the things that you want to do. So you get to make your career or your, you know, your time in the military in general, exactly what you want it to be. So be intentional about it, like figure out what you want to do. I know like I've been in for 15 years and it's like, eh, and I'm still kind of like, what do I really want to do when I finish this right like I've been a corling and I definitely don't want to be a corling when I'm not in the military anymore but um it's kind of been like what do I want to do and I'm finally starting to figure it out but like now that I truly know and I have a path to go on it's like be very intentional about what you're on like where you're going with all of it and then the other thing I just have to tell people is like you know obviously like I'm an MRT like be resilient and what resilience looks like for me versus what it even looks like for shirt or anybody else um, is going to absolutely be different. Um, and people think that resilience is this thing that you use for like all of the big things that happen in your life. But really, it's about the small everyday things that you do. It's the small everyday stuff that like builds up and ends up turning into a big thing. Um, so worry about like, you know, like while we say like don't stress the small stuff, pay attention to the small stuff. Um, and I would tell you like not to stress the big stuff because when the big stuff happens, everyone sort of rushes around you to like help you and like help you get through the situation. But the small stuff, you really have to learn how to take care of yourself. So it's like, you know, those things that we teach you, like if you talk to me, I'm always like, so what are you grateful for today? And it's like, people are like, why does she always ask me that? And then I, when you tell me something, I ask follow on questions. And it's like, because like, I just want you to know that regardless of like what's going on, and you know what we're going through right now but even a lesson that you can take after all of this like covid crazy is that like those small things those things that like you know the the light that you find every single day um is the stuff that's going to get you through like the daily stressful things and then the big stressful things in your life and that's really it that's awesome thank you for that and um so i'm I love the thought of resiliency. I hate the word only because I think we've turned it into a buzzword in the Air Force, but it's mm -hmm. absolutely something that is just human nature. It's not in the Air Force. It's not out of the Air Force specifically. It's in general, just, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to, like you said, be intentional about things and then, you know, focus on what it is that you need to do to continue to be resilient. Uh, Cause you're right. It looks different. Even for everybody in my house, we handle mm -hmm. things, we all handle things different. And I think knowing yourself in those small moments, then you're prepared for the big moments the big and you're ones. not trying to catch up and figure mm -hmm. out, well, how do I, how do I cope with stress uh, when you're, you know, in the chaos of a super serious moment and yep. that, and I think that we, brush off the little things and don't realize that they can add up over time. And then you find yourself creating a big stressful moment when it could have been, you know, handled throughout. So yep. I appreciate that. Yeah. Some of the stuff is just, it's really small. Um, and it's like, I, 
like on alpha flight they get to hear it all the time because I'm there um and you know like I have a lot of like for me I think the big thing with resilience is that they've sort of turned it into a lot of other air force training yeah and it's like we have to have a big day and I was like when really it's small conversations that you have with a person every single day and like checking in with people especially like as a supervisor or you know and it's like just checking in and like seeing where a person is and it's like you know, for me, like with someone that I've talked to repeatedly about, you know, certain things, it's like, hey, have you been practicing your gratitude? Like, what is something that you're grateful for? Have you like taken a moment to like be mindful, like to just take a deep breath and like realize that like this isn't the end of all of it? And it's like I said, for me, like, and I think the other part too is people don't realize that like just like the rest of our lives are kind of compartmentalized, that you can compartmentalize resilience. So you can be extremely resilient at work. Um, but in your personal life, you can sort of feel like you're falling apart. Um, and then you can feel like, you know, like with my kids, like I'm amazingly resilient because like, you know, I know how to put on a brave face and like do it because I have to be a good example for them. But, you know, and then in another aspect of life, you know, with like whatever I was like, I know for me and I tell people all the time, like I struggle with physical resilience because like for me personally, like I ran, like I was a runner all the way like I ran track from the time I was like six, eight, somewhere around there until I graduated college at like 20 and joined the Air Force. Like I was, I ran. And when I went to basic training, like I cracked my kneecap and it's changed the face of like fitness for me for my whole life. And so for me, like the one thing that I always found, cause I come from a big family, like there are eight kids. So it's, you know, like the one thing that I was able to do was run because no one wanted to do it with me. So I was able to like be alone and quiet and find those quiet moments. And it's like, I've had to learn how to do that without being able to run. And then as I've gotten older and just, you know, other things like the, you know, 14 years of running took a toll on my body, but I didn't realize it until I wasn't running anymore. And I wasn't able to do the same things. It's like, you know, it's like I had kids and there's like, I have an issue with my back. My one kid like popped out on my ribs and, you know, did certain things. And it's like so much about your body changes as you go and you have to like adapt resilience, like as you move along through life, because it's not like, it's not a, Hey, today I'm super resilient and tomorrow I'm not like, it's, it's, it's a process and all of it sort of builds up on each other. Yeah, it definitely evolves. And I think that there's things because because like you, things that used to work for me don't work for me anymore. Um, And a lot of it is just because, you know, what our priorities are change, what's going on in our life changes day to day. So yeah, you have to be, you know, adaptable to, to what resilience looks like for you. And then, you know, let that process evolve as you evolve. So well, awesome. I appreciate your insight. Absolutely. And thank you for your time this morning. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, I will. I'm going to go eat bacon. Awesome. Bye, yeah, Sarah Thompson. My, my kid started. She learned how to make bacon. So. Yep. <laughs> I'll be over in a bit. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Thank you, ma'am. No problem. Hey ducks, thanks for tuning in to another episode of three to four minutes with a duck. Next, we'll be interviewing Master Sergeant Sam Payne. Thanks and have a ducking awesome day.